0: Welcome to the Jazz Piano School podcast, episode twenty-seven. I really do love jazz. Welcome to the Jazz Piano School podcast. Learn jazz piano without all the guesswork. Now, your host, Brendan Low. All right, hey everyone. Welcome to the Jazz Piano School podcast, episode number twenty-seven. Thank you so much for listening today. I'm your host, Brendan Lowe, and I am finally back from Boston. I was just in Boston celebrating my 30th birthday. That was a lot of fun. Uh, it's been too long since I've done a podcast, so I'm excited to get going again and start instructing you guys, and again, I'm going to shoot for under 15 minutes this time. I still didn't quite make my mark on the last one, but I, th- I believe, or I at least, find it much more beneficial when I hear podcasts that are just quick and to the point just makes me enjoy the information that much more so if you guys are interested in obtaining a free membership to jazzpianoschool.com you can go you can do so by going to jazzpianoschool.com and clicking on the link on the home page and you can get access to videos uh, free videos transcriptions and all the notated music for all the exercises in the videos So, without further ado, let's get into the episode. In this episode, I'm going to be going over how to connect chords now through improvising. So we had uh, originally talked about chord tones, in which we want to use while improvising. Then we talked about connecting chord tones with scalar motion, the notes in between the chord tones using uh, notes from the scale. So just connecting the chord tones, how to connect the chord tones. Now we're going to look at how to connect different chords. So what I'm going to do is is just give you an example of a 2-5-1 and what you should do to practice this. And obviously you're going to see a lot of 2-5-1s in jazz tunes. And a 2-5-1 for all of you that may not know is basically those numbers represent the root of a chord in a certain key. So for example if we're in the key of C major, here's our C major scale. Okay, our one chord. If we build a chord up off of the first note of the scale, scale C, and we use the notes from within the scale, we build a C major seven chord. I'll go over this a little bit more in detail when I do one on diatonic harmony. And if you go to the website, there's a, a lot of blog posts on diatonic harmony as well. But here's our one chord because it's built off the first degree of the scale. Now, obviously, you can guess our two chord would be built off the second degree of the scale. We're still only using notes from the C major scale. So we have a D minor 7. So when I say a 251, all I mean is that I'm taking my two chord from the scale, my D minor seven, then I'm going to take my five chord from the scale so you can count up from the C major from the C rather one, two, three, four, five. Here's my five chord, my G dominant seven, and then my one chord, C major 7. So I'm going to help you guys connect chords now and in specifically 251. So what you want to start to do is target (coughs) chord tones on the downbeats, right? And this is what I was talking about in the previous episode. So targeting uh, chord tones on every downbeat is gonna be a little bit harder, but just for connecting chords and progressions, you want to target uh, chord tones on downbeats. So I'll start out with my D minor seven and I'll start with a chord tone, let's say F. So that was four beats there, right, one, two, three, four, and then here's our next downbeat, and so I want to pick any chord tone within G7, so I might pick G, right, and then I'll play for four beats again. And then here's our next downbeat, our one chord, so C major seven, so I have the four chord tones to pick from, C, E, G, and B, so I'll pick G, right. So I basically, I targeted a chord tone on every downbeat and I played through the beats until I got to beat one. Now there's two ways you can do this. What I want you to do is the first way is I want you to play continuous eighth notes. So I don't want you to stop playing and you can, you should definitely should set up a metronome. Um, actually where's my phone here. I'm going to set up a metronome just so I can demonstrate this exercise because this will really help you blend your harmonies together. I can't stress this enough, this exercise is so important and it will help you just weave your solos through all of the harmonies that you're playing in a tune. And a lot of times this is exactly why solos tend to not sound together, right? They sound broken or just gappy. It's because um, people struggle weaving the chord tones of each chord through the harmonies while playing. So here's my metronome. Let me speed this up here. This will be our quarter note. One, two, here we go, one, two, I'm playing continuous eighth notes. Okay, so I was just continuously playing eighth notes. I didn't know I'm just spontaneously playing eighth notes. I have no idea what eighth notes I'm playing. And your goal is to land on a chord tone on each beat of, on um, the first beat of each measure in your 2 five, one So my D minor 7, going to my G7 and my C major 7. Let me do that for you guys one more time. Okay, one, two, three, four. Okay, so I played... Uh, actually, I don't even remember what I played. <laughs> Sorry about that. I started on F, I landed on B, and then I landed on E for the C major 7 chord. Now, you want to do this exercise at an appropriate tempo. That's very, very important. If you start too fast, you you won't be able to do it. So I'm going to slow it down. And again, I'm going to demonstrate at like 40. You can actually do this exercise at 40 beats per minute, and it will be fine. This is exactly what you should do, because you're practicing spontaneous creativity with 8th notes, continuous 8th notes. It's forcing you to continuously play and target the chord tones right so here's here's at forty so this is my chord note right this is really really slow so here we go one and two and three and four and So you can stop on the one chord on the downbeat, but you should actually play through the measure. So you have one measure of D minor 7, one measure of G7, and then play all the way through the four beats of the C major 7. Now playing at that tempo, 40 BPM, it gives you time to find where you want to go and really, really focus on your resolutions. Like the resolutions to the chord tone are going to be the hardest part, knowing what note. To play to resolve to a chord tone. Now, if you're already on a chord tone, let's say on beat four, right? If I'm on a chord tone for beat four, I don't want to repeat that chord tone. So I need to find a way to resolve it. So if let's say I'm on C on beat four, I might go four and one or something like that. Excuse me. Let's say I'm on, um, let's say I'm on B, okay, on my D seven, D minor seven chord. I don't want to repeat the B just to go into my G chord, right? I don't want to go um, four and one. So I need to find a way to resolve back to the B because that's going to be, that's going to be, that's going to be the note we're resolving to. So in this case, if I was on B natural in my right hand and D minor seven in my left, I might just go up to C and then come back down to B to resolve to the third of G seven. So it'd be four and one. Right, so you always want to play continuous eighth notes, and change the eighth note as well while you're playing, and switch up the tempos. Right, start at the the, uh, the slowest tempo you need. Okay, and then you just start speeding up. So here we go. I'm gonna to go to eighty now. Right, and do the same exercise over my two five one, a little faster. And I'm starting on a chord tone. I'm targeting a chord tone on each measure, and all the way through to the one chord. So here we go. One two, and three, and four, and okay. Alright, so let me, uh, I'm going to put the tempo up just a little bit here, 160. And so now I'm just doing the exact same thing. I'm going to connect the chord tones together and just do the exact same exercise. One, two, three, four, two, two, three, four. Okay. So, whoops. All right. So now I'm going to go to the key of A flat. And so I'm going to do the exact same thing. But now I have a new challenge because I have new chord tones. And I'm going to try and connect my chord tones throughout the two, five, one. But I'm thinking about each of the set of new chord tones for each chord. Here we go. So this is at 80 BPM. Three, four. Alright? So then you just do that throughout all the keys, right? And this is how you start to practice the, the uh, resolution into certain chord tones, and you want to practice first with continuous eighth notes. Now after you do that, you want to, you do not have to play continuous eighth notes. The continuous eighth notes is to get you in a habit of connection, of flow and forward connection. But now the second step to doing this is improvising however you want, right? You don't want to just have to play continuous eighth notes because that's going to be boring. But now we can add rhythmic values, you can add space, you can add rhythms, trills, whatever you want to do, and connect, but our goal is still to land and resolve to the chord tone on beat one of each measure. So I'm gonna up the tempo just a little bit. I'm back to the key of C now, so D minor seven, G seven, and C major seven, so here we go. Okay? So I have, you know, again, I'm connecting the chord tones, but I'm adding rhythms now. And when you add that rhythmic value with the swing in it, that's that's basically soling. You know, you're creating a really, really nice palette uh, of improvisation um, because you're adding that space in there now and rhythmic value and at the same time you're resolving to chord tones. All right, so what you want to do here is you want to connect the chord tones still, but we're going to go throughout the keys. You want to practice moving throughout the keys without stopping. So you can do this with continuous eighth notes or you can just do it Um, with the rhythmic values we were talking about. So adding space, adding rhythms, but always targeting a chord tone on the downbeat of beat one. Now to make this exercise a little bit, uh, I guess flow better, I'm going to add an extra measure onto the end. So it's going to be a four bar phrase, the two chord will be one beat, uh, excuse me, one measure, the five chord will be one measure, and the one chord will be two measures. So it'll be a four bar phrase. And so, I'll go through maybe six keys just to give you guys a demonstration of this. And this is going to be at 120, and you can do this without, right, uh, without your left hand, but it's nice if, you're, if your left hand competent enough to play your root position chords or maybe some voicings you know. It's better to give yourself some comping, but if you want to just, pra- I would always recommend just practicing on, with your right hand or you can um, add a track to it, right? If you go through your 251s using the iReal Pro, which is what I use on my iPhone you can add your two-five-one track and just use your right hand. Actually, I'd recommend just using your right hand so you're not worrying about putting the two together first. And once your right hand feels competent enough to hit chord tones on the downbeats, then start to add in your left hand. But here we go. I'll give you a demonstration of working through the keys here. So this is at 120. So here we go. One, two, three, four. all of them. So I made a mistake. Excuse me, I made a couple mistakes. I think I skipped a key by accident. But it just goes to show it's a great exercise. I could actually work on this a little bit more. Um, So what you're trying to do again is target your chord tones, play throughout the keys. Don't worry about your left hand so much. The right hand is actually what is the only thing you want to work on. Work on your two five ones individually first and make sure you nail the connections by landing on the chord tones. Um, practice your two exercises, continuous eighth notes, and then adding the rhythmic values in as well. All right, so hopefully that was helpful, guys. If you could leave me a podcast rating, I'd really, really appreciate it. Five stars, that'd be great. Um, if you haven't liked my Facebook page, jazzpianoschool.com, that would be really awesome as well. I post a lot of cool, excuse me, jazzpianoschool.com, facebook.com forward slash jazzpianoschool. And you can find this episode on the website, um, the the show notes, at jazzpianoschool.com forward slash episode 27 so uh, i hope you guys enjoyed the episode that's it and until next time happy practicing